Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue our study of the book of Acts with chapter 4, verses 1 through 12. Peter is brought before the leaders of the Jews and boldly proclaims the gospel. He ends his gospel message in verse 12 with the following declaration. There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Please follow along with Pastor Jim as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, No Other Name Under Heaven. Well, now come to um, the book of Acts with me, chapter 4. And as you come to the book of Acts, remember that you are looking at the record of the beginning of what we are a part of. It is a worldwide phenomenon now 20 centuries old, and it has stretched and is stretching to every people and tongue and tribe and nation on the planet. The book of Acts is the history of approximately the first 30 years after the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's all about a, a, a time of transition. It's the historical record of the massive transition from the time of the Old Covenant to the New Covenant. This is the historical record of it. If you want the theological record of it, go read the book of Hebrews, especially chapters 8, 9, and 10. It is the transition from Israel as the focal point of the work of God on earth to the church as His chosen instrument. And just a few years after the close of the book of Acts, uh, the Romans came through and destroyed the temple in Jerusalem, putting a, a divine exclamation point on the close of the Old Covenant. Acts begins with 120 devoted followers of Jesus, all of them Jews in Jerusalem. And by the end of this book, we see the church thriving and including many thousands of both Jews and Gentiles who believed in Jesus. And by the time of the close of the book of Acts, um, Gentiles outnumbered Jews significantly in the church. And through the years recorded in Acts and shortly afterward, we also have going on this continued progressive revelation from God about His design for the church. This is a whole new era in His kingdom plan. The king came. He was rejected. He was crucified. He was buried. He rose again. He ascended to the Father. He's coming again, but in the meantime, the kingdom of God continues to be built, but it's a whole different time. The king is is enthroned but not present. And so we have this growth of the message of the kingdom of God in the form of the gospel that now spreads and travels. And through the time especially of the Apostle Paul, but also uh, Peter and James and Jude and the author of, of, uh, of Hebrews, 
we have this uh, further and further revelation of this design of God for this age, which we call the, the church, the, the, the body of Christ. Jesus predicted in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and it is unfolding as we see through this, um, through this book, that the Holy Spirit would come and then they would become His witnesses and they would take the gospel in Jerusalem and Judea, that, era, that area, then to the uh, Samaritans and then to the Gentiles, to the remotest parts of the earth. Well, we've already seen Peter preaching to Jews in Jerusalem. In a few uh, chapters, we're going to see God use Philip to spread the gospel to the Samaritans. And wow, talk about a transition. Jews hated Samaritans. Samaritans hated Jews. And yet, the same gospel brought them together in Christ. And then we're going to see Peter take the gospel to the Gentiles. And then after that, God is going to take a man named Saul, who was a, a zealously uh, rigorous persecutor of the church on behalf of the, uh, of the Jews. He's going to bring him to Christ, change his name to Paul, and make him a special apostle to spread the gospel to Gentiles throughout the Roman Empire. Now, I want you to constantly keep that picture in mind as we see these early stages of this um, world-changing transition. This book is actually volume two of Luke's record of the life and ministry of Jesus. Volume one is what we call the Gospel of Luke, chronicles from before Jesus' birth through His resurrection. Now, we've come into the book of Acts. Where are we now? Well, Chapter 1, we saw the record of Jesus' ascension to the Father after about 45 days after His resurrection. That day, He made that final promise that the Holy Spirit was going to come upon those who believed in Him, and they would become His witnesses from Jerusalem to the remotest parts of the earth. We're still talking about Jerusalem today. Then the 11 remaining apostles and those 120 disciples who were gathered and devoting themselves to prayer as they waited for the Holy Spirit, took on a project. During that time, they settled on the appointment of a man named Matthias to replace Judas Iscariot, who had defected and betrayed Jesus and then committed suicide. So they rounded out the, the twelfth seat among the apostles. Chapter 2 then records that incredible day, during the Feast of Pentecost, that means it was 50 days after the day that Jesus was crucified, that was the day when the Holy Spirit came upon that group. And if you recall, there were three spectacular miracles that accompanied the arrival of the Holy Spirit and drew a huge crowd in Jerusalem. Peter preached to that crowd, and all the apostles uh, followed up with countless personal conversations, and uh, the focus was all upon Jesus, who had sent the Spirit from the Father, and, and the focus was also on how the leaders of the Jews had arranged for the Romans to put Jesus to death, but God had raised Him from the dead. And Peter's call to that group of people was to repent, turn. 3,000 souls turned to Christ that day and were saved. They were baptized to proclaim their allegiance to Jesus and to show their, their affiliation with, um, with one another and, and take their public stand that they were the followers of Jesus. They immediately became uh, a, a brand new 
tight-knit fellowship who daily sat under the teaching of the apostles. They celebrated the Lord's table together. They prayed diligently. They ate their regular meals together as well. Now, I'm sure those people had no understanding of all that would follow, but here we sit. I think we're about 6,000, 6,500 miles from Jerusalem. We're almost all Gentiles, and here we sit in Christ preaching the very same message that they did. Now, God continued to do more miracles among the apostles. They're mentioned, but not uh, specified, most of them in the book of Acts. And every day, we're told by the end of chapter 2, more and more people were being saved. Most of the public activity took place in the temple. And that's going to set the stage for today. Where do you get together 3,000 people in first century Jerusalem? Well, there's only one place where you could gather that many people, and it was the temple, the outer court of the temple and the area um, around the temple. And they met there to the total consternation of the leaders of the Jews. Chapter 3 records, we're not told exactly how many days, but not many days later after uh, chapter 2, Peter and John, the Apostle Peter, the Apostle John, came into the temple in the afternoon. It was the ninth hour, so about three o'clock in the afternoon, uh, one of the scheduled times for public prayers in the temple, and they went there customarily, and they healed a man who had never walked. That man was sustained, and we're going to see in our chapter a little bit later, probably next week, um, for 40 years by begging in the temple. Friends and family would carry him to this gate called Beautiful, the beautiful gate that went from the um, court of the Gentiles to the court of the women. And there he would receive alms, uh, charity, from people who came by in the temple. Well, now, by the end of chapter 3, we have another crowd gathered. Because we have that guy who had never walked until Peter and John said, eh, I don't have any coins today, I'll give you what I have in the name of Jesus get up and walk. And now he is, remember the phrase, walking, leaping, and praising God. He draws another large crowd for another sermon from Peter. And again, Peter explained that this miracle was all about Jesus. Didn't line up people and say, more miracles to come, just, you know, to, um, you know uh, get, get in line here. No, the whole point of his sermon was that this was done by the power of of the risen Jesus Christ and the invitation to that sermon, chapter 3, verse 19. Same thing as he said in chapter 2. Therefore, repent and return. Change your mind and turn around so that your sins may be wiped away in order that the times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Now remember, they were heading to the temple for the 3 o'clock in the afternoon prayers. They stopped, they healed the man, and then Peter preached. I don't know how long he preached. Um, I'm sure it's only a summary that's in the book of Acts. And chapter 3 closes, and chapter 4 opens immediately after that event. It's not a logical place for a chapter break. As a matter of fact, the first word of chapter 4 continues from the last words of, of chapter 3. But chapter 4 records the first instance of open persecution against the followers of Christ. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.